Welcome back, Madly Gang, to another plog. It's me, Mad, and I'm sitting upstairs in my bedroom, looking at Shaboy on the bed, sleeping, because he's exhausted, because we had a wild day yesterday. But I'm sitting in my cozy, comfy chair, doing my writing, having some matcha, and just reminiscing on the weekend. Yesterday we went to Winter Park and we got in the parking lot of parking lots, which means we were going to have a tailgate. We brought Shaboy, I already said that, and he was loving his life. So in these parking lots, all the locals bring their dogs and it's just really fun because it's like a dog parking lot party and god it's the cutest dog watching all the dogs are so friendly they all love each other they're all stoked shaboy was stoked he and this husky this little baby husky um met and fell in love at first sight and literally ran into this poof of powder and just wrestled with each other for the longest time and at one point I looked over and they were both just laying in the powder just looking at each other just kissing and I was like oh my god this dog is truly living his best life so today he's pooped usually by now he would be begging me to go on a walk I'm scared to say it because I don't want to wake him up um but not today. He like climbed, he went downstairs, got his food, went outside, came right back into bed with me and just laid there like snuggly as heck. The biggest snuggle bug. And I was like, all right, it's time to get up. Like, come on, it's time to get up. And he was like, oh, heck no. Like he didn't even move. He still hasn't moved. He's been in the same spot for hours. It's always really nice when you tire your dog out like that. You just feel like a good dog parent. You're like, yep, I gave my kid the adventure of a lifetime this weekend. (laughs) I did it. I'm a good dog mom. (laughs) That makes me giggle. (sighs) So, yes, we had a fabulous day yesterday. And now I'm doing some work but also just checked on my seedlings and I figured it was time to give you an update what was going on there and you guys madly gang my seeds are popping off popping off I'm telling you I've got swiss chard that sprouted I've got zucchini that sprouted cucumbers sprouted all my flowers at least one flower bloomed in everything, in every little eggshell that I planted it. I've got a sunflower popping up. What else do I have? What else do I have? Um, snapdragons. That's a flower. Yeah, it's just the the seedlings are going nuts. And I realized that the eggshell is not going to work for the longest time. So this is why I'm here. This is why I'm telling you. If you started your seeds in eggshells, fantastic. I also forgot to tell you a few little tips and tricks about it. If you ha- So if you haven't started your seeds yet, good on you. If you're listening and you want to start seeds, first go listen to the garden tips and then come back to this one. Here are my 
revisions. So when you go to plant the seed in the egg, make sure you crack the bottom of the egg so that there's a little hole, drainage hole. Didn't do that with mine. We've got a little bit of mold at the top. It's not a big deal. I can scrape it off, but yeah, I accidentally let the environments get a little too moist. Seeds still sprouted, so we're still good, but make sure you do that, like crack a hole in the egg and then crack a hole in the plastic container that your egg is sitting in. Um, I also forgot to tell you to like put some kind of plastic over this container that you're doing to create a greenhouse effect. We need the greenhouse effect so that the, the seeds get moist enough and warm enough to do their thing and sprout. I am taking my eggs today because you should see all my seedlings are about two inches tall and they just kind of look like they're outgrowing the area that they're in now already, which is a great sign because they're thriving. They're thriving, which we get excited about, but I think they need more room to grow. So over the weeks, I've been saving a ton of cans, like cans that we had beans in or something like just like canned goods I've been saving all the cans and my thoughts moving forward are to take the eggs my eggshells like my little starter areas and put those into the cans fill it with soil whole nine yards obviously we're gonna poke holes in the bottom of the cans for drainage drainage is key we need drainage holes for our plants to thrive it's just a thing we need it we absolutely need it so yeah i'm gonna do that and you want to know what i was thinking i was thinking like i feel like maybe i'm overcomplicating this process but it has always been my goal when it comes to gardening to keep it sustainable as possible. I am not a huge fan of going out and buying all these supplies when we can easily mimic them with everyday household items that usually wind up in the trash. Like we can reuse them, give these this trash new life. And that is why I'm doing all of this. And I hope I encourage you to try to look at it with the same, same, uh, view, you know, let's, let's be sustainable as fuck homies. Like, let's do it. It's so possible. It's so easy. It's so possible. It just might take a few extra steps, but who cares? It means we get to get our hands more that we need. We get to have our hands in soil more often. So we gotta love it. I'm loving it. It's, it's fun. It's fun growing things. If you've never tried growing things, highly recommend you give it a go. I also did this thing that, um, well, it's not a thing. I bought a pepper from the store and I saved those seeds. I feel like I told you this already, but, but maybe I haven't. So I am starting those seeds this week and I'm also starting my cannabis seeds this week. I think I'm a little late, honestly. I think I'm about two weeks late on starting them, but the weather here has just like been so cold and I kept getting really nervous that I was going to throw them in, try to start them and they wouldn't start and then the seed would get moldy and then it'd just be a waste of an effort. So 
I kind of put that off. But now the weather, we're having about 60 to 70 degree days here now. And I just think that it is time. It's time. So I'm going to get those going the same way that I got everything else going. I've been saving more eggshells. I have all the soil, whatever. It's going to be fun. I'm really excited about it. My garden this year is going to be epic. I'm manifesting that. I want the most epic garden that anyone has ever seen. Yes, that is my goal. I'm going to put like a cute little bench out there. I'm going to get a dresser. Like remember how I was talking about getting a dresser? I think I'm going to get one and I think I'm going to put it in there. I think I'm going to use it for all my herbs. I think that's where all my herbs are going to go. I'm just getting so jazzed about it. So yeah, I just wanted to pop on here and give you a little update with that and just say it's going well. If you need any help though, however, I'm here for you. Use me. I am a resource. So DM me anything at living.madly. Send me any gardening questions you have. If I can't answer it, I will send you to a source who will absolutely be able to answer it for you. Yeah, so it's fun. Um, Another thing I've been doing, completely off topic from the gardening situation, this completely, I am taking this conversation and turning it 360 degrees or maybe it's like no I'm turning it I'm doing a 180 here and we're going to talk about money because I have been doing this thing for the past five days now it's been it's only been five days friends and things are happening okay to preface I have been um, listening to this podcast. It's called Manifesting Money. And a big theme in this podcast is that they teach people, they teach, they teach us that you can make money even when you're not working. Like money is around us. Money is energy. Money is always flowing towards us. And through us, it's it's a thing. It's energy. Look at money as energy. And so when you raise your energy, when you raise your frequency and you're vibing on the same level as money, money will come to you easier, easierly, I almost said. <laughs> money will flow to you more easily than it has in the past. So they advocate writing in your journal this sentence every day and I'm going to tell you what it is money flows to me even when I'm not working money flows to me even when I'm not working write it on a post-it note say it out loud to yourself in a mirror write it in your journal every day whatever you got to do keep this thought Keep this idea, money flows to me even when I'm not working, in your mind. And so, I mean, I was kind of just giggling at them. I was like, this is this is a stretch of a sentence because how the fuck else do you get money if you're not working for it? You know, I've always 
been taught that in order to become successful, you had to work hard for that success. You had to work for your money. You had to work for the life that you want to live. Like you had to work for it. It was all going to be hard ass work. Like this is what I envisioned. This is how I envisioned getting money. Hard ass work, high ass rewards, you know? So for the longest time, this is what I thought. But for the past five days, friends, I've been writing this sentence in my journal because, you know, I love to write. And so I've just been ending every journal entry with it. Money flows to me even when I'm not working. And I kid you not, I'm actually a little overwhelmed with how much this statement has been working. Day one, I find a check in my name randomly, like in a drawer that I didn't even know was a drawer. It was so weird. I I throw things everywhere in this house, but like I opened this drawer. I was like, oh shit, that works. <clears throat> Let me clean it out. Starting to clean out the drawer. I find a check in my name for $50 just sitting there unsigned, uncashed. So what did I do? Cash that bitch. Boom. Then the next day, Again, finish my journal entry. Money flows to me even when I'm not working. Get a text message from a friend. Hey, um, I just realized I owe you some cash, so I'm going to Venmo you that now. Boom, $25 in my Venmo. I was like, oh, wow, boom, that's nice. That's super fun. And then day three, day three of me writing money flows to me even when I'm not working. I, a few months ago, bought concert tickets to a concert that I am not no longer like planning on going to. Lots of travel involved, just not going. No one else is going. So I'm, I put my tickets up on StubHub to be sold months ago, like months ago. And on day three, they fucking sold. Boom. Money flows to me when I'm not working. I cried. It was a, it was a big big ticket, so it was like a good uh, payoff, if you will. I was like, yes, that is sick. I'm like now leveling up. I went from fifty dollars, twenty five dollars to eight hundred and fifty dollars. Let's fucking go. And then day four. Day four was a breakthrough day and a day that I cried a lot about it because. For context, when the pandemic hit, I had a killer fucking job. It was one of my favorite jobs that I actually ever had. I loved it. It was a good job. Pandemic hit. They kept us on the payroll for two weeks into it and then laid us all off. They did. They laid us off. Um, they told us to apply for unemployment, all this stuff. I applied for the state of Colorado, got denied because I had only been working this job for an X amount of time, made an X amount of money, and I just didn't qualify for the state of Colorado. So then I applied in the state of New Jersey because I was like, okay, I was working more consistently there before here. It was just like a really funky time. We moved at a really funky time. It was kind of the worst luck in the whole entire world. And I got denied for unemployment in New Jersey as well because 
I forgot I was like bartending before we moved here and nothing got whatever it just I didn't qualify I didn't make the x amount of money to qualify there either and so obviously I tried my hardest to find a job after I got laid off but like no one was hiring it was it was the start of a pandemic everyone was losing their mind shit was hitting the ceiling so for eight months I maybe it wasn't eight months but it felt like a long ass fucking time I mean from March to December I was out of work and that's a really long time um to not be working I love to work it's it's who I I like consider myself a very hard worker I told you I was like I always love to work hard because it would help me live the life I wanted to live it would help me make money I would I would be able to do things and so that was like a really hard time during that time to keep busy and to keep food in my fridge I went on and I sold a lot of my clothes. I sold a lot of my possessions. I started with the clothes. I went on to shoes. I went on to handbags. I sold everything that I could possibly sell. I was selling home goods. I went ape shit. I went ape shit trying to resell um, things, secondhand goods. I was trying to upcycle them, you know, give them a new life. Instead of sending all these clothes that people have that they no longer want, I would take them in and I would sell them on the internet and I would flip them. And, but I wasn't flipping them for very high cost, mind you. Like I was just trying to make people's day. I was trying to give them a good deal for a cute piece of cloth, a cute clothing piece. Like I called them gifts from the universe, all this thing, like whatever. And still it wasn't like enough money to survive. So uh, it was just like the most, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. It was an absolute struggle. So fast forward a few months, I now have a job, whatever. My coworker told me about this uh, rental assistance program and I, my ears perked. He was like, it's for anyone who like really suffered from COVID and couldn't find a job, all this stuff. And I was like, that was me. Actually, I suffered a fuck ton from COVID. I have not enough money in my bank account to really keep myself afloat. I'm sharing way too much, but you get it. I'm just, my bank account has been, you know, it, it took a hit. It took a huge hit and I, it freaked me out. So I applied, I applied for this program. I was like, there's a reason he told me about it. Let me just go for it. In my mind at the time, I was like, I'm totally not going to qualify for this because there are so many more people that need help out there. And I know that. And I, and I feel that, but like you guys, I don't know. I, I struggled for months and my mental health was like not, not, not ideal. And so I was like, whatever, I'm going to try this. I'm going to apply. So on, it was months ago that I applied. I mean, I think I applied back in the beginning of December. It was months ago, maybe even November I, I applied. Um, 
And you guys, day four of me writing, money comes to me when I am not working. I got an email from the people who run this assistance program. And it was pretty much stating that I qualified and that they were going to take care of the next five months of my rent. And you guys, even though it's not money in my pocket, it's still money that is going to allow me to save more of the money coming into my pocket. Like I lost my shit last week. I lost my shit. I was so, I'm going to cry. Um, overjoyed, elated. I was literally freaking the fuck out. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe I was finally getting the help that I needed. And it just, it was truly a gift, an absolute gift from the universe, from whoever, honestly, it was just, it was a, it's a blessing. It's a fucking blessing. So now I'm here telling you about this because I believe everyone needs to start practicing this. Money flows to me even when I'm not working. And I promise, I promise things are going to start happening here and there. It might take a day. It might take two days, but I swear this shit happened fast for me. And another thing that I started to do because I heard someone say once like, yeah, you can ask for money all you want, but you have to give it a destination. You have to give that money somewhere to go. You have to tell it where you want it to go. Do you want it in your pocket? Do you want it in your wallet? Do you want it in your checking account? Do you want it in your savings account? Tell that money where you want it to go. So then I started writing, money flows to my checking account even when I'm not working. I got really specific. Like I really started to get nitty gritty. I started to write $100 flows to my wallet even when I'm not working. Like just crazy things like that. Like I got really, really into it. Um, What else would I write? I'd write money, money flows. I don't know. I just would, I would just, I would get into it. And I wrote all about money. And then I started writing about how having money would make me feel like, Money, I love you. I love having you. You make me feel like a boss. Money, you make me feel like I can do anything when you're in my pocket. Like I start, I, I'm really, really trying to write almost love letters to money nowadays about how much I love it, how much I appreciate it, how how incredible of a resource this it is for me at least to live the life I want to live. I've been getting really, really into this money stuff and it's, no pun intended, paying off. (laughs) It is. It is. So, I hope 
that if you are a person who also had these beliefs that you had to work hard for money, you that you have to work hard for money, that money doesn't come easily. If you have these beliefs, if you believe this at all, start writing. Money flows to me even when I'm not working. Start doing it. And I'm telling you, money's going to start popping up all around you. Things are going to change. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. This has been such a game changer for me. And it's only been five days. So imagine, imagine what's to come. I get excited thinking about it. All right, my lovelies. Well, that is all I have for you today. Um, I hope you have the best day ever. And I hope you enjoyed this plug. And if you're still here, thank you for being here. <laughs> I love you so much. You're the best. You're the best ever. All right. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. Bye.